You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Howdy do, buckaroos, and welcome to Comics with My Kids, the official podcast for the comiccornerbox.blogspot.com, where you can get comic reviews for the whole family. I'm your host, Matt D., and with me today is... Logan D. Well, Logan, what are we reviewing tonight? Cat Kid Comic Club on Purpose. Which is which is the third book in the Cat Kid Comic Club book series. Try saying that three times fast. What? Hmm? I'm reading. So, Logan, can you tell us a little bit about the other books that lead into the Cat Kid Comic Book uh, Club series? First of all, it's Cat Kid Comic Club. Uh, and um, so it starts off with the series Dogman. And um, the beginning of it, there's uh, two really good cops. Um, a dog who's really smart, but he's not, but his body's not strong. And a cop whose body's really strong, but he's dumb. And, uh, so the bad guy, Pete the Cat, or Petey the Cat, um, sets up a bomb to, uh, trick the heroes. And since dogs are colorblind, um, and the man didn't, and the cop didn't know it at first, uh, he asked it which color to pick, and it picked green. So they cut the green wire and it went off. And so, um, cop's head was dying and dog's body was dying. So they had this terrible idea to cut the head off of the cop and cut the head off the dog and put the head of the dog on the cop. And then they got rid of the head of the cop and the head of the dog, or in the body of the dog. Okay. So that's how Dogman was created. How do we go from Dogman to the Cat Kid Comic Club? In book three, um, Pete the Cat think buys a clone machine and he puts one of his whiskers in it and he expects another PD to come out, right? Okay. Well, what actually comes out is a baby. Right. So a baby cat. Yeah, and so or he has so he has to gr- uh grow it. And so he doesn't like it, so he gets rid of it as a free kitten and Darkman picks it up and teaches him. And throughout the books it's going with him te- training him and uh and them fighting Petey and Petey trying and Petey trying to like stop them and all crazy stuff. Okay, so then the little the little cat becomes Cat Kid to Dogman's character, and he's mm-hmm. the sidekick. And then the sidekick winds up making friends with um, a tadpole. What was the tadpole's name? Isn't it like Polly or something like that? Molly. Molly. Okay. And then Molly and. Uh, Little but before um, he meets Molly, he becomes friend with Flippy, who used to be an evil fish, died, and they gave him um, ro- he gave they gave him a robot body and arms, and then uh, he decided to be good instead of being bad, so uh, they all banded up together and started a comic club with the with frogs. Okay, and these little frogs treat Petey like a father. And uh, they're no. friends with. Fli- they treat um, their father to them is actually Flippy. Yeah, isn't that what I said? 
You said pee. Oh, my mistake. Okay, so they treat Flippy like he's their dad. He's taking care of these frogs, and then the frogs are part of this this comic club. So now, in the first book of Comic Book Club, we learn that Cat Kid creates this group, and they start making their own comic books. Um, we missed the second book, which is not a big deal, and we're actually reading now book three. So how does book three open up? Well, it starts off with one of the frogs keep asking the dad if um, the one, if the uh, lady wrote back, because they texted her, um, if they could... Emailed her. They emailed her if they could publish the book. Okay. And uh, they think that if the book, they think that the book is going to get published, that they're going to have lots of money. Right, because they think that because a comic book is published, they become rich and famous. Like a lot of writers become eventually. What happens? Do do they finally hear from uh, this publisher? After a long, long time, they finally get text and find out it's denied. Okay. And so the fro- and so the frogs are heartbroken. How do they cheer themselves up? They cheer themselves up by um, sending in other comics and like seeing it, or they try to cheer them up by reading them other comics. Okay. Well, let's let's back up a little bit and. Let's let's kind of explain the two main the, the main characters then of these these frogs because we have Na- Naomi, who is the one who wrote the comic book that was submitted, and Melvin, which is her which is her brother, and he's acting kind of like a writing agent. A writing agent is somebody who like helps sign contracts and kind of works and negotiates with a publishing company, and so Melvin's kind of uh, just as heartbroken with as Naomi about not being able to get the comic book published. Well, they tried to cheer, um, they tried to cheer Melvin up, but, um, Naomi doesn't want to be cheered up and she just, uh, goes and they only tried to cheer Melvin up because Naomi wanted, didn't want to be cheered up and she went to the, uh, timeout rock and just sat there. Because she wanted to be alone. All right, well, the mini-comics that are in this book are the are the books that the these little frogs um, wrote? Are there any specific ones that you liked in the in the book? Mm, I liked them all. Is there a specific one that you would like to tell our audience about that you found funny? Mm, no. Okay. Well, you know what? There's one that I really liked that I thought was really funny, and that was the um, spider something McButt. Do you remember the name of the guy? It's something like Mc, Mc, Spider McButt. Chubbs McSpiderbutt. That's it. Chubbs McSpiderbutt. And I thought it was a, a rather interesting story because they make fun of a particular Marvel comic book character. Do you remember the, what they were talking about? Spider-Man. Yeah. Can you tell the audience a little bit about that particular comic book? I thought you would since you like it. Well, one, I don't have the book in my hand. And two, you haven't really talked that much about the many comics. You just kind of said that, well, I liked them all. Chubbs McSpiderbutt is about a um, guy who's half human, half spider, and uh, there's a crew called the Not Very Nice Crew, and they tried to be, they tried to bully him, but that didn't work. So um, he he just left and got sushi while they got a um, wrestling dude on their team. Right, and the. <laughs> They told the wrestling guy that uh, Chubbs McSpiderbutt said all these bad things about him, and so now he wants to go fight Chubbs McSpiderbutt. But then something happens to where um, 
the guy's head falls off. And again, these are all these are all comic books where they used uh, action figures. So it's kind of funny that a lot of these things really don't real world uh, consequences because they're all just like little action figures. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of funny that his head falls off. They drive over his head, and so he has to get a replacement head, which is a giant baby's a baby doll head. So now there's this this like wrestler walking around with this huge baby doll head that doesn't match his body. And the reason why he got the baby doll head is because they sent the one guy to get a the scary a scary head, and uh, he was afraid of babies. <laughs> That's right. What other things do you like about Cat Kid Comic Club? Well, I liked how there was like uh, gen- it had like this certain art tune, like a uh, normal cartoony, but in some comics, uh, they like looked real. Yeah, it was neat how some of the comic books used like modeling clay, and it looks almost like a claymation anim- animated story. It's a great way to to get kids to kind of think of new ways to create comic books. Uh, you know, each each comic book has a different style. There's one in there that looks like somebody just kind of drew boxes on a yellow lined construction paper or yellow lined paper, and then like drew their story out. It's it's a real fun, feel good book that kind of helps helps um, the readers understand that hey. You can have fun and still learn a lesson. And, and what was the lesson that, that we learned from the book? Never quit. True. Never quit. Find your purpose in life. You know, Don't worry about what other people say. Just keep trying to, to, to work on it, and eventually you may actually strike gold. And don't just give up because the challenge seems too hard. Exactly. So did you feel that anything was lacking in, the story, in, in this particular story of Cat King Comic Club? Nope. Well, I thought something was kind of missing. I I felt that Cat Kid himself was kind of missing. You know, we only see maybe two or three pages with uh, Petey and Molly, and then next thing you know, everything's been about the little frogs and Flippy. Cause so, it's actually about the comic club. Right. I, I I felt that I felt a little bit like there should have been more of uh, the Cat Kid in it. So, what can you tell me a little bit about the about the Flippy character? Since Cat Kid kind of took a backseat, Flippy seemed to be like uh, center stage with the frogs. So, uh, Flippy's job is as the pa- is the parent, and um, he al- he's always trying to um, help them sort out their problems. You know, one thing I particularly liked was whenever he was trying to get the get the uh, frogs to go to bed kind of remind me of, of a certain someone trying to get uh, his kids to bed each night. I wonder who that could be. Yeah. It is kind of funny that, you know, he tells each of the frogs, and there's what, like 24 frogs? I thought it was... No, no, no. There's 21 frogs. Okay. So so there's there's a lot of frogs he's trying to put them to sleep, and he goes in each room, room tucks them in, says goodnight, and of course someone needs to get a glass of water, and just a continuous cycle, and it's like, okay, really, for the millionth time, go to bed. Yeah. Circle back around and, and talk a little bit more about the uh, the art style in these books. So, Dave Pilkey has a certain art style that you can see throughout the, the, the main line in the story. And kind of like Dogman and Captain Underpants, it's very cartoony. Um, what do you think of, of all the art styles in this book? Well, uh, I did like how sometimes, like, for the humans, sometimes their arms look invi- like like invisible. How do their arms look invisible? In the one frame we're looking at, uh, the character Sarah, who's an interviewer, she comes to interview the frogs, 
and she's bending over and showing the mic to one of the frogs, and you can only see her right arm, and you see her body bending over, and where her shoulder should be, there's just nothing there. That's what you call being efficient with line work, so that you can still convey the idea that, hey, she's talking to somebody, and you really don't need to draw the other arm. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it's, it's, it's Dave Pilkey's way of trying to convey the story and make a move, movement through the story so you really don't catch the, like, the little finer details. And it keeps moving the, the progression forward. If you were a frog and you got to create your own comic book for a club, what would you make the story? What would you make a story about? I want it because it involves writing. Okay, let's say you you didn't have to write anything; you could draw something. What would you make the story about? Would I have the same mind as I do now? Yeah. <laughs> It's your imagination. But I'm a frog. If you create a comic book, buddy, what would you want to make it? Um, it takes me a while to write something. I, I If I want to like make a comic book or something, I have to think about it for a long time before writing. Okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll just strike that from the podcast and we'll just move on to the next question then. So the main character in this book seems to be Naomi. What was the difference between her her character at the beginning of the story versus the end of the story? What development did she go through? Uh, well, when she started off she, at the beginning of the book, you could tell that um she like really wanted to be rich and that was all she cared about. But um as she went through the story, she seemed to like not be as much focused. Floopy kind of helped her by talking her out of it. Because he said, uh, what would you do once you're rich? And she said, uh, make life, make life not be hard for her. And then he's like, you have to work hard to get it, right? And she says, yes. So he says, you're working hard so that you don't have to work hard. We're not like, we're not when you put it like that. <laughs> right. And at the end of the story, she, she realizes that she likes making stories. And it doesn't matter if they don't fit into a certain mold. Right? But at, but at the end, throughout the book it looks like she's changed like he's like oh hey you'd make a good job but then as soon as he said as soon as he says that she's like does that make a money a lot of money he says no but and then she's like out <laughs> until at the end she wanted to be a director and he said yes but i'm in okay well finally this is the this is the third book in the series since we missed out on the second book do you feel like you missed out on anything story-wise Going from one to three. Well, there was one book, uh, Super Fail Three, because uh, it's one of the books that the frogs made, and um, it's Super Fail uh, Three, and I don't, and we missed out on two. Okay, but reading that the third chapter in that story, did it feel like you you missed something, or there was a missing piece between mm. what you read previously and what you read now? No. No. Yeah, as I say, that's the one thing that I liked about I like about this comic book series is that no matter what book you pick up, it doesn't matter if you've read them before, you can enjoy them now because they still have enough of an explanation to, to continue to tell you the story. And then eventually it is it does all, you know, blend back together. But if you just pick up the one book, you're not gonna feel like you're losing something by not reading the previous ones. Yeah. Well, Logan that brings us to our rating system, which is buy, borrow, or bust. 
Do you remember what the ratings mean? Uh, buy, borrow, or forget about. Okay. So, do you want to give a quick breakdown as to what each means for the uh, listener? So, uh, buy means to buy the book, borrow means to borrow the book, and uh, forget about it means to forget about it. Okay, well, I was kind of hoping you'd be a little more in-depth. Like, buy, we recommend that you buy the book because you're going to read it over and over again. It has really great art, a really great story. Borrow. Hey, you know what? It's probably not worth your money to go out and buy it, but you could borrow it from the library. It does have a good story, or maybe the art isn't as good as as, you, as we would think it should be. And then bust is just, as we said, just forget about it. Don't even bother picking it up off bookshelves. So out of those three choices, Logan, what would you make Cat Kid Comic Club Book 3 on purpose? Bye. Bye. Definitely a bye, huh? Well... I have to say that I'm I'm in the category of borrow um, because these books can be picked up so easy anywhere in the series. Um, I think you could easily just borrow it from the library and then return it anytime you want. Why would you? Why would you? I wouldn't say defend buying it, but what what makes it worth buying? Well, just like I just like rereading stories and. Like some stories I'll read, it just won't, it just won't catch and I'll just, like, I'll say borrow, it was good to enjoy once, and then I'll just like, forget about it. But, uh, some books like this, they just snag onto my brain that I'll be, that I like to reread. Gotcha. So you're gonna reread this one over and over again? Yeah. Right. I mean, not, not at the same time, I'll probably like, reread the entire Dogman series and the Cat Cave Comic Club series and move on to another book series and gotcha. come back, like, kinda like that. Gotcha. So it's definitely in the same, definitely for a buy for you. Awesome, buddy. All right, folks. Well, that's all we have for tonight for the Cat Kid Comic Club book on purpose, which is book three. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Spotify, pod chaser anywhere where you can leave a review because it helps promote the show check out our facebook page at comics with my kids slash the comics corner box check out our website the comics corner check out uh our or i'm sorry we are part of the emc network it's the electronic media collective network where you can hear a lot of great podcasts uh and logan if they were to follow us on twitter where should they go this should go at comics with my kids. Well, I'm Matt D. And I'm Logan D. And you have yourself a very catrific night. Meow. <laughs>